Welcome back to the Two Type Ones podcast. My name is Coach Ken Kinnis, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Graham Hubbard. Graham and I have fought for the last 30 plus years learning how to control our type 1 diabetes. We've struggled and failed, which has allowed us to learn what works and what doesn't work for us. This podcast is all about giving you the tools needed to learn how to control your diabetes by challenging you to think differently. Welcome back. It is episode 17, Thanksgiving week. Yes, Graham, sir. how you doing? Good, man. How are you, buddy? I'm good, man. Good, good. How's the week been? Good. Good. What are your uh what are your plans for the holiday? Um, well, I don't really know. Uh we are going to this weekend, uh it's the weekend before Thanksgiving. Um we are going to go to Kelly's parents. Uh, my brother-in-law got uh, Browns Eagles tickets uh, for this weekend, so nice. that's gonna be really fun to go to. I haven't been to an NFL game in a while, so he's a big Browns fan, and I'm obviously a Philly fan. So it'll be a fun game to go watch in the freezing cold, probably. And so I'm not looking forward to that, but it'll be fun. Yeah. It'll be fun to hang out with him and and just chill and and watch the game on Sunday. Where do they live? They live in Huron, Sandusky. Okay, so has yeah. he has he has he been to the Brown Stadium before? Oh yeah, cool. oh yeah, cool. Oh yeah, have you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've been there once or twice. I've been to an Indians game a couple times. So yeah, yeah, they're big Cleveland fans. I always think it's funny that we have the lake. You know, Cleveland has the lake effect because it sits on Lake Erie, and then they put the stadium right on the lake as well. Yeah, because like Strongsville, which is super south of Cleveland, they could have you know, uh, mild weather compared to what the lake might be getting, but it's yeah. directly like they yeah. put it on the lake. Like it's a, like a beach town, like, you know, like it's something to show off to. And then, then it's, it's NFL. So the season is freezing cold the whole time anyway. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah. It's a, uh, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. I like the Browns too. Like they're probably my second favorite team right now. Just, you know, I think I'm getting on the Browns bandwagon yeah. with Baker and yeah. He's just a different type of player, and I really like that. Yeah, it's easy to like him when they're winning. What well, you- I even liked, I even liked him when he first came into the league when they weren't winning. Like, yeah, just because his his swagger and he just doesn't care. Like that's his that's his personality. That's how he plays the game. I like that. I yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah, we go to we go to Kentucky for Thanksgiving, so we go through Cincinnati. So we always pass. We're always passing that stadium, and on the way back, I always have to be paying attention to the schedule and stuff like that because, um. There's a bridge actually over the Ohio River that crosses, uh, that connects Kentucky and Ohio mm-hmm. and had a yep. major, major, so there was construction and then a major accident, which, um, then to shut down the bridge, it burned so hot that it, it was like, uh, it was like, it, it caused actual heat. The heat caused damage to the steel in the bridge. So, so we have, to, we're planning around that this year. Oh, wow. Are they pitches. having to like replace the bridge or, uh, I mean, good obviously question. They have to repair I don't know. It. I don't know what the answer is. It connects, it, uh, cause not everybody's from here, but that connects 71 and 75 yep. right there. So it's a major intersection. So I don't know. Good question. But again, all I know that there was a huge accident there. Well, that bridge and, uh, is, that bridge is also the bridge that basically takes you into Kentucky, Correct. like from, and, and vice from versa, Cincinnati, or, vice versa. Or yeah. Kentucky into Ohio. Yeah. So what are you, uh, what about for the holiday? Stay uh, yeah. Columbus? We don't know yet. Typically we go to Kelly's parents, but if we're going, like we're going this weekend or whatever, and, um, I don't, I don't know if we're going to want to drag the girls all the way back up there. I mean, I told her that 
I told Kelly, it's fine. It's not that big of a deal to me, but she doesn't know if she wants to Are you drag the mic considering there. and watching travel restrictions or anything like that? No. Yeah. No. I mean, right now, things well, are well, already like, they're already saying like- Not to it, travel. Not to travel or whatever, or not to, um, but you can travel, but they're just saying like, you know, we've got that curfew in, in Ohio right now at 10 to 5 p.m. curfew, or t- 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. curfew, and- I think Columbus city in general, all over Columbus have said like, we don't, they don't want us to travel or they want us to like be indoors yeah. if we can. So no gather, they, they don't want gatherings, but, but they have said no travel. I mean, I'm, I'm being stupid by going, we have a lake house in the in. But here's the funny thing about this. They said no travel, but it's not mandated. I know, I know. And, but people, but everything is just, a recommendation. Right it's now. a recommendation. It's not mandation. From, yeah. So the, the people are freaking out about this whole, like, Oh, we got to stay indoors. We got to stay indoors. And it's like, yeah okay stay in nothing has changed nothing has changed since march their order that that order that it was not an actual order it was just it was a recommendation that's it but people are taking it as an order so everyone's like oh we should just stay inside like yeah you should stay inside anyway if you don't need to leave your house why would you what has changed nothing has even changed yeah in my head it'll be interesting so i uh we'll come back to thanksgiving um, for the topic, but I, I've said before, and I've told you for whatever reason, I just, I made a, a personal choice to put social media away. And quite frankly, I think the longer I'm away from it, the more I feel like I've distanced myself to it. However, a lot of my apps on my phone link through Facebook, right? Yeah. So something linked and I pulled it up and I quickly did, you know, a Facebook search. The quick sixty seconds news feed, and in twenty seconds, I hate. I I felt like I know why I am off of it. Yeah, I came across a guy who posted like a before and after picture, and he said, "I've been working out my whole life. I've always felt good about myself. I've always um, taken um, pride in my my body and my physique." He's like, "But it wasn't until I did a DNA test that I really like figured out." the things that I'm doing wrong and what I, how I should be working out differently. Uh, is this something? And I've, he pretty much left it as simple as that. It was, I did a DNA test and I figured out like, I don't know if he meant his body composition or have you, have you, is this, I don't know anything about a DNA test, but like there's obviously certain different tests that you can do. You can do food intolerance tests. You can do, I mean, that's based off of nutrition, but you can do food intolerance and sensitivity tests. You can do a body fat percentage. You can do a, you know, a movement screen. I mean, there's a, just a bazillion different tests that you can put yourself through. So I'm not sure what he's talking about with 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 his with a DNA test. So I'd have to look at the. So I'd be interested to look at the article or look at his post. That's all it was, DNA test, and it changed over three month period the way I approached my workouts my that was it it was very simple but you kind mm-hmm. of answered the question though you, and it sounded to me like you just said that you could do enough of analysis of yourself to actually step back and look at the numbers and say wow maybe i should be doing this or this or this differently yeah i mean there's yeah, all, yeah there's all kinds of different different things that you could do and and not even like giving yourself putting yourself so that through a screen but even just looking at what you're eating tracking your food like i mean gosh there's just so many different things that you could do yeah I kind of felt if I felt like it kind of that that kind of hit home for me. I feel like that's always kind of been an issue for me that because I've always been a runner, and you know you wait for results and those results never come and 
15 years later, you know, I still love running, but it's not anymore. It's not to get exactly the, I'm not going to get the physique that I dream of. Why not? By just running. I don't know. Probably diet. I think I do know that. It's a good question. And I think I do know that. But the question would be is what type of physique are you looking for? Perfect. Right? Perfect. Cristiano Ronaldo. Well, Christian then you need to do Ronaldo. everything, right? So you need to eat. You, you need to eat better. Like you need to sleep. Slim. You need like to the, lower like your the, stress levels. You need to yeah, exercise. You need to do your running and do strength training. Like yeah, stretch more. Like that's how you get a, your physique back. Yeah. I like that soccer, like slim, like you're like cut, but you're not bulky. You know what I mean? But even cut. Like, yeah, you can be cut playing soccer, not doing any strength training when you're, you Run, know, running in back. high school. But yeah, true, true. You know, but even those guys, even those kids, like they look cut, but they're not strong. And what I mean, strong is like not strong. I'm not talking about strong where they can bench press 200 pounds or squat 300 pounds. I'm talking strong where they're not getting pushed around the of the around the field. Yeah, you know, they understand how their body functions in three dimensional space because. Their muscles are strong. They can contract. They can contract for a long time. They're flexible. They're mobile. That is strong. I w- yeah, and, and that's the nail on the head. I'd rather be flexible and mobile and have endurance and have just enough strength to keep my body to keep yeah to keep my body safe or whatever it is as you get older. You know, I mean, I cut down a. I was telling you before you got here, a tree fell, and I cut down a tree and I lugged it all, and I was like actually pretty like happy with. I think I was considering all my movements so like when i was getting ready to put something over my shoulder you know i was really really like using my you know my legs as opposed to my back and thinking about things like that but i think i've said because i mean i think that's what happens too you know life eventually happens and you need that strength to just get through your day-to-day you know whether it's picking up a kid or whatever you're doing oh yeah you need you need relative strength for your body type you need relative strength for you and your per you know and, and I, I was i was going to say personality but not even personality but you need your re- relative strength for what you need to get through your daily life and what your lifestyle is yeah yeah cool well yeah. i think it's interesting to kind of stash that in my back pocket that i could always do like you said body compositions to really take a look if it yeah there's yeah there's all kinds of different tests that you can do yeah. and not just to look at your physical but also there's different there's different tests and different exercises that you can do to gauge what your mental processes are, your, your mental sure. state is, what type of person, what's your personality type, like all these different things that could help you be, um, I don't want to say a better person, but help you put yourself in a position where you're doing the things that you want to do, you know, yeah. you're being the type of person that you want to be. So, uh, yeah, well, thank you. It's always nice to have you as an expert to ask those questions. Yeah. Uh, that's the other thing that I don't like about social media is like within, within like I said, 60 seconds, all that I'm, I walk away like, oh, I just need a DNA test. And you're immediately like, like what's a DNA? Like, what do you mean, bro? Yeah. So, well, I, but I think though with social media though, and this is, this is good that we're bringing this up for everyone and not just, not just for the people that are not diabetics or people that search for on social media. I think on social media, just like when you read articles, you have to take into account what the content or the context of that topic or that feed or that article is, is really saying. And and I will say, just off of a social media post, it's hard to understand the context of where someone's really thinking when they actually post that. You know, sure. when I post something on Instagram or Facebook, 
I'm trying to give context. I'm trying to give a, a somewhat of a backstory. Because then the other thing is there you, you're reading these posts, but then you have to scroll months and months before to get context sometimes mm-hmm. and like what they're actually doing and who they are. So, you know, I, I take the same approach with an article. Like what was the sample size? Like how big was the sample size? Like if it's a research study or something like that, it's like what is the context behind that article? Because people put out a bunch of stuff that might not have a lot of relevance. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes I read something and maybe they have relevance to someone else, but they don't really have relevance to me. Or I read something and we're like, oh, I don't really believe in that. Or I, that this is an interesting thought process because I haven't thought about this. I don't agree with it, but it's still making me think about what I'm actually coaching people on or like, you know, you, you see what I'm saying? Sure. Like, so I, I think that is one thing that people have to understand with social media is you have to try to find the context in what that post is saying. Yeah. I'm always really, maybe this is a diabetic thing, that I'm always really judgmental of before and after pictures of the common the common person because they have it so much easier. I'm like, dude, you can just crash diet for three weeks, you know? But you can I crash diet for three do, weeks too. I don't too. have the luxury of doing that. Why not? You're doing a cleanse. Yeah. You were doing a cleanse. Sure. Are you still doing that cleanse? Well, that was... Because um, that was a seven-day cleanse, That was a right? seven-day thing. I've kept up with just no carb. Yeah, so... so. You can still do a crash dive as a diabetic. Yeah, There's yeah. nothing, no reason. There's no diet out there that I've ever seen or I've ever coached people to do or I've ever done myself that a diabetic couldn't do. There just isn't. The difference is, is you have to, there's other factors that you have to keep in mind as you go through those diets. Yeah. You know, what your, what's your blood sugar? How is this diet going to affect you if you're doing intermittent fasting? How, how does your body respond when you don't have uh, glucose on board like you like and you don't have insulin on board whatever it is like those are the things that we have to think about so it's not that we have it in a different it's not that it's harder for us i mean i guess you can ar- make the argument that it's harder for us because we have so many other things we have to think about but again i've said this so many times in this show like i am not in the belief that we should be thinking about just because something is designed in a specific way or because something because someone says we shouldn't do something because we're diabetic that we should actually trust that and believe that if we want to do something there's no specific reason why we can't do it make a strategy and just go get it done mhm okay so that so, was a long rant but so sorry so the opposite of a diet this week's theme thanksgiving baby so yeah so what um do you have an approach in a broad sense? Do you have an approach to a meal, or I mean, I don't even know if you want to if we want to call this just any meal or something, but let's let's make it specific to Thanksgiving because yeah. Do you have an approach, general, I, just a general before we you know before you me personally, the- yeah, me personally, I don't have an approach. Um, I I treat every holiday, every feast, whatever you want to call it, the times that you might eat more food than you typically do in your daily life. Um. I treat that just like anything else. It needs to be, you have to have a strategy behind it, mm-hmm. right? And I've gone through those specific days where it's like, okay, I know I'm going to go a little bit higher. So at each specific time I'm eating, if I'm eating a little bit higher glycemic food, like let's say, heck, let's say I, when I go to uh, my in-laws, they make the best freaking cookies. Yeah. Amazing. They always make me, pay, you're not paleo, but they always make me, um, oatmeal raisin cookies 
That's my favorite cookie. Yeah. But sh- sometimes she makes it in paleo where the sugar levels are going to be lower, right? The carbohydrate load is going to be lower. So I don't have to take as much insulin. So I'm not making any other really strategies outside of like, okay, how many carbs does this have? Okay, cool. I got to cover for that. But the cookies are the crazy part because that's outside of the meal. You know, I'm but thinking the, just but meal. But why like, is it? Oh, even 20 minutes after the meal. Yeah, but why is the meal any different than any other meal? It's not. You're just, it's just. It's you like see what I'm saying though? Like, but like we're thinking, we're thinking, but excess doesn't matter. It's about the carbohydrate amount yeah. that you're consuming and how much you actually have to take to, you know, give yourself enough insulin to get through that. And the other thing I would say with actually sitting down for like a Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner or large meal is you have to like make sure that you're doing a good job with keeping your sugar levels on point during the day. Because what you don't want is you don't want it to be at 200, 250 when you go to sit down and now you're trying to fight with a high on top of trying to give you, give your body more insulin than it's used to in one sitting. Good point. You know what I mean? And now you're, now you feel like either you're going to be crashing or you're fighting, you know, highs and, you know, Sure. Dips and stuff. What time? You're fighting the roller coaster the what, whole night. What time? At what time are you eating Thanksgiving? It, whenever. It doesn't. I mean, is it? Very, we don't have a specific time. See, so my we're we're later. We're late. We're like six or seven. We do we do dinner. So it's like six yeah. or seven p.m. There's nothing wrong with that. It's, you never like, but I know people that do one p.m. Yeah, I mean that's fine. You've done like that whenever before, you like a midday. Yeah, I've done middays before. I've done like two, I've two done, meals in a day kind of thing. I've yeah. done where we're eating throughout the whole entire day. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, you like, really. but again, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter when you're eating. It doesn't matter how much you're eating. You just have to understand that it is very important to be on point with your with your levels throughout that entire day. And I would even maybe argue even the day before. Making sure that you're on point. Yeah, I if was you're say, if you're not on a pump, you know, weird. maybe yeah. you take your basal. I mean, this is something you'd have to talk to your doctor about. Don't take our word for it, but you know, in those situations, maybe you take your basal up for that day. Yeah, you know, yeah, if you're on a pump, or you take if you're on, you know, uh, Levamir or you know, so long acting insulin, yeah. maybe you take a little bit more that day. And that's like, what I was gonna say. So Wednesday night, I start to bump up. I take Traceba, which is like Levamir. Yeah, my basil. I bump it up, but then I'll bump it up. I'll leave space to be able to bump it up like another two units the night after because the night after actual Thanksgiving meal, it's not just the meal that I need to carry cover for. It's that hours later, 3 a.m. effect. Because you're eating higher glycemic foods that take a lot longer to break down. Yeah. And I'm always, I love, I love to exercise on the holiday. So I'm always going to at least run maybe on Friday. But that's a whole nother, that's Th- great on, because on, that's a whole on, nother ball game. Thursday or Friday. So I know that I will wake up on Friday. And even if I'm a little high, I'll have that extra insulin in me. So by the time I start sweating and burning calories, my body will say, oh yeah, like we're going to work. He put plenty of insulin to, 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 to work hard here, you know, and, and yeah. to the Friday to start covering the Friday. Because then what happens on Friday, you have to have like a leftover sandwich. And I'm not like really a sandwich guy because I'm not a bread guy, but that is the one. I will definitely have one sandwich a year. It'll be that day. So Yeah, but again, that's no different than... The preparing. The preparing. That's no different than any other day, yeah. though. Like, you know, you eat a sandwich, same, you know, depending on what type of bread you, you are using, a sandwich is two pieces of bread is yeah. going to be anywhere from 32 grams to 45 grams. 
Sure. Right? So it doesn't matter if you're eating it the day after, the day of, like it doesn't it doesn't matter. Like yeah. a chocolate chip cookie is probably gonna be depending on how big the dang thing is, it's probably gonna be between twenty five and thirty five grams of carb. Yeah. Like yeah. so understanding that piece, nothing changes for us. Yeah. Not and not a thing. That's and and it's funny because you hear even people that don't have diabetes, they'll say the, the I'll hear the statement all the time as a coach, like, "Oh, I got to get ready for, I got to get my morning workout in before uh, all this food." I'm like, "What is that, Matt? Like, yeah, okay, you're getting the workout in, but the workout is your daily routine in the first place. Sure, it's not get necessarily to get you ready to eat a bunch of crap. Yeah, and that's the other problem is it's mental. It though Thanksgiving and Christmas is an is an opportunity for us to say to ourselves, "Well, I'm just going to splurge and and eat a bunch of crap." Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like I I do that sometimes. Like I don't eat you know cookies every single day. I don't eat treats every single day. But when I go up to my in laws for Thanksgiving, I'm eating treats. And I'm going to be, but I have to be smart about it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be smart about eating those treats. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just, that's how I think about it. I think about Thanksgiving, think about holiday seasons. Like it, it shouldn't matter for a diabetic. There shouldn't be any other issues. It's just, okay, well, I might need to take more insulin. If I take, if I take 35 to 40 grams of carb of uh, insulin with basal and with uh my bolus every single day well maybe i'm taking 50 this week or on that day yeah because i'm going to eat some uh, extra stuff i'm going to eat some stuff i don't normally eat i'm going to eat some more high glycemic foods but i'm going to be smart about it and i'm going to take my insulin 10 to 12 to 15 minutes before i'm actually eating my dinner I think to answer though the question of the person that says the because i'm going to be eating today it's because um there are more things at your at your at, at, at your grasp on a day like that. Oh, for sure. And, and Absolutely. It's not, but that's what I'm saying. You're not, you well, just but, have but, to but be hold on, smart hold on. about You're it. not wrong. You're not wrong about being smart about it. But if you want to be really smart about it and there's 12 things to try, you're going to have like a tablespoon of each thing on your plate if you want to really be smart about it. And that's not fun. People want to just indulge. And I, and I, I actually think there's power in that because you're, you're setting – what I like about that is you're setting yourself up for – the six, you're setting yourself up for success by not lying to yourself. You oh, know, you know, know and I know, and I know I am going to, I'm very high strung. Something about Thursday. I like to do activity in the morning, but there's football on some beers, an awesome meal, just funny conversation. Like, you know, I, I know it's not, I'm not going to be putting as much thought into what's you know, I'm gonna chew, I'm gonna be chewing I'm gonna be chewing that night. Yeah, and that's but I also fine. like I'll not, like fast during the day. You know, like I'll fast yeah, and I'll prepare for but it. But that's part of your strategy. Human, yeah, right? that's but I'm part saying, of your strategy. Yeah. There's a human element. I guess maybe there is people that are just fine having two days a year where they go. Yeah, I think that's great. Crazy, so. And I'm not telling people not to splurge because, like I said earlier, I splurge and I will splurge. Yeah. But the difference is, is the mindset and the thought process behind the splurging. No, I it's, know you're right. It can't be. Oh well, because I see this all the time with my with my clients and not my diabetic clients, the other clients that I have. There's an excuse of to eat a bunch of bad stuff. Yeah. That's okay to eat a bunch of bad stuff. Don't make it as an excuse. Mm-hmm. 
make it as, okay, why well, I, I know, like you said earlier, I know I'm going to eat a bunch of cookies or I know I'm going to drink a lot of wine or I know I'm going to do X, Y, and Z that I don't typically do. That's okay. Yeah. The difference in a diabetic doing that, right, of saying I'm going to splurge is, okay, I'm going to splurge so I know I have to mentally prepare myself to take more insulin throughout the day. Yeah. Where, you know, for me sometimes, like when I go into those situations, I'll maybe even use a temp basil or I know I'm going to need, let's say I need 50 grams of carbs. I might take 35. Sure. I might take three-fourths of it. And then an hour later, I might take more. Yeah. Right? And I might take insulin every couple hours, just a little bit every couple hours because I know I'm going to need extra. And yeah. that for me, that helps me stave off and not allow my sugar levels to skyrocket and then stay above 200 for the whole day because now I'm fighting all these carbohydrates that I freaking ate. Yeah. So You, you made me laugh as you said that though because um, – it, it it didn't it didn't hit me when I was talking, and then you reiterated the what a splurge might look like to somebody. To me, you know, to somebody they want to eat, they want to eat sweets. But like that's a chance to do that. See, to me, it's not that. It's like the you know, it's the things that I always push away: stuffing, yeah, or stuffing, mashed, bread. My three, the big three, garlic bread. Mine oh, are man. stuffing, mashed potatoes, and squash. Those are like I just. But squash love. isn't bad for you. I know, but I'm just saying. Squash usually, isn't very high glycemic either. When when somebody on a on a Monday night in dis, on in November last week serve has made mashed potatoes, I'm not gonna eat mashed potatoes because. You know, Why not? You can eat a little bit of mashed yeah, potato, but it's that's still good it's for you. It's because I mess with. It's just I, it's just me. I like to. Yeah, that's fine. But yeah, I will say a good trick. I will say a really good trick. And again, it's your definition of splurging is different to me. It's I just if you know I don't, I don't know it doesn't matter. But a good trick is two types of turkey. So if you're able to like smoke a turkey and bake a turkey or even bake a turkey and fry a turkey just to have, you know, really, really fill your plate with a lot of protein. Or maybe people do duck. People do um, lamb or whatever they do on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Really, really, really give a blast of protein. And I think you will be less... See, needy, I think needy of the uh, of the carbs that are sitting around. You're and you're right. Yeah, I forgot about rolls, like a like yeah. a dinner roll. Yeah, the dinner rolls, the bread. Yeah, but there's so, always great veggies. There's always amazing vegetables, and there's always a ton of meat, and you can really bypass and I think an urge by really filling your plate. I'll always get a turkey leg. You know, I'll just I'll go I'll go like a caveman on on the meat, and then I'll have a couple things. So, yeah, I I think that the one thing for diabetes that we have to keep in mind is when you look at your plate your plate can't be three-fourths carbohydrate yeah now now let's define carbohydrate though starchy carbohydrates lots of breads lots of pastas lots of noodles whatever it is the vegetables I would say put as much on pile pile that stuff on protein you gotta be careful with some people can't digest a lot of protein. Yeah, I have. I, I do. I do hear that when I brag about being carb carb free. I, people, I do. People do tell me that. Yeah. yeah. So, but again, that's whatever works for you. Sure. Whatever works for that individual person. So, but that's sure. how I think about it. Now, the bulk of my carbohydrate consumption on a Thanksgiving or the holidays isn't during dinner, for me. It's throughout the day yeah. where I'm eating all of the yep, cookies. I'm here. eating all of the different cakes, or I'm eating all of the other 
fist bump, like, bro, bro. things that people are bringing, yes. right? That yeah. I want to try. Sure. Like I'm not engulging myself or engorging myself in that stuff. Yeah, engulging, engulging, engorging my stuff and all that stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying. I'm sure. having one here. I'm having two here. I'm having this. I'm having that. And and then on top of that, thinking about, I have to try to spread it out yeah. as much as possible. Mine is uh, mine is over a long period of time chips and crackers chips and crackers my, man. my yeah. family loves like charcuterie boards or like dips or um you know like chips and like a chips and uh they made a like a, a guac you know like a spicy guac like those kinds of th- that and while you start watching football and having like beers and maybe someone brings out like an ipa or something yeah. that's when it gets me it's the those hours leading up again we eat late so I probably will fast until like three, but then like three to six, I'll be like munchy, you know, kind of munchy. Yeah, I'm, or I, 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 I literally, and I know a lot of people do that, but I, I, the, the holidays are not any different than me. They're just, yeah. I'm just going to eat more carbohydrate. Yeah. You, you're, you've, you've made me realize I am ultimately the same way. I do, I do have that, like, uh, that, that, like the grand idea of Thanksgiving though. I think more than you, like, you know, it's this grand, but I think chance that, to sit yeah. down and it's a grand chance to sit down and eat some good freaking food. Yeah. You know, totally. but um, again, it has to be smart. You have to be smart about it at the end of the day because you know, or, or, you know, maybe you just say you don't have to be, I, I just think about it of being smart and, and I want to reiterate this. When I say being smart, I'm just saying like strategically trying to fight to not be over 200 the whole entire day. Sure. You know, for me, that's smart. Because I'm, st- like I said, I'm still going to eat cookies. I'm still going to eat the other things that people are, you know, family members are bringing. The, the other things that are there that are chips, salsa. God, we, yeah. I love chips and salsa. Yeah. And chips and salsa, if there's one thing, there's one food that I like to eat that is my Achilles heel, it's chips and salsa. Yeah. So, it just you just have to be mindful of it. And and do whatever works for you. For me, taking a little bit more insulin and being d- d- diligent about taking, you know, a unit here, two units here, like another unit here, two hours later. Like I've literally been at Thanksgivings where there's family all day long and there's food all day long. And I set an alarm on my phone that goes off every two and a half hours and I'll take an in- unit of insulin or 1.5 or, or two units of insulin, mm-hmm. depending on where my sugar level is from my CGM. I might do that every two to three hours. Yeah, it's funny. I do that through, I do the, I do the same thing. Yeah. I do three hours. Every, almost every time I take insulin, I say, hey, Siri, set a timer for three hours. Cause yeah. I'll get, she just thought. And she just, she's just starting, um, to, starting a timer for three but, hours. It's but so it's funny. because I'll get busy with things, work, email, life, and then I'll be like, Two hours in. Hey, oh, when did I yeah. take insulin? By the way, I was like, I got a good another hour of that of that insulin so still here, working. And here's so. the and I just thought of this, and I think this is an important piece to bring up. So, and I'm going to ask you the question: Why is it two and a half to three hours? I've read before that that's the life of Humalog. Yeah, that that's pretty much um, how fast it takes for your insulin to hit its peak. Sure. It's just about three hours. Yeah. For me, that that's that's how I look at it. Now, I'm gonna see too, like in my on my insulin pump. Oh, well, you still have a, a 0.5 units left. Well, it, it I still have 0.5 units left on board. 
or maybe it's one unit left on board or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But I know if I'm hitting that three hour mark, that one unit pretty much has already hit its peak. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to get much more of that one unit. So I need some more. So is my answer right? Yes. Ding, ding, ding. My thing is, and it just happened yesterday, I took the dog for a walk and I was 220. So I took insulin and two and a half hours in, I was at 180. So then I'm like, oh yeah. At that point, you almost disregard it. You're like, you know, you're safe to... I think I ended up having like a yogurt and took a little bit of insulin to cover that. You know what I mean? Like I took it as an opportunity to say, all right, I need to take more insulin. Should I yeah, have like you a didn't snack? put it, you didn't take some correction. You just basically took well, what? Yeah, no, you, I, did, I took you. a correction. So you did a correction and for the so yogurt. So I brought me like two for the yogurt and like a, so, so I probably took three units. And in okay. the end. I would say, did you go low? Funny, but, in, but like well into, the, this is at like 6 p.m., well into the evening. By like eight thirty nine, when the football game was like kicking off, and you I went like a little you bit did low, this, but, but you, you know did this funny? in the morning. No, when I, I took the dog for a walk, and when I came back, it was like three p.m. So the insulin lasted like three to six. I still hadn't gone down at about six p.m. So I had taken it and ate yeah. some yogurt or something. Yeah. So you, in that situation, I wouldn't have taken a correction for the one eighty. Yeah, yeah, correct. And that's what I, in hindsight, I would have just taken two for the yogurt. Yeah, and it would have per. It, it probably would have put you right where you... I would have coasted into like 120. I yeah. Know. Well, and then I took... Yeah, so then by like 9 p.m., 8.39, I had like 20 grams of carbohydrates and that by 3 a.m. I was 200. Yeah. As as it goes, right? Um. So this has been good. It's been fun to talk about this and happy holiday. Have, have a nice Thanksgiving. Yeah, um, man. I got one more th- one more okay. comment to make on this. Make a this, comment. I just I thought of this. Yeah, yeah. We can have a final question. Um, what do you do if your insulin to carb ratio is really high? Because this, I think this is a, is a different thought process because you already are in a insulin resistant state where you're fighting constantly. Yeah. You're constantly fighting with eating glycemic foods, whether they're low, whether they're medium, low or high glycemic, they hit your body really hard. Yeah. And drive your sugar levels up yeah. because you're you're not insulin sensitive. So, I think in that situation you have to you have to be more cautious than not. Unfortunately, if you if you're if you're in the position where you want to continue to be safe and try to be healthy and all that type of stuff, if you if your insulin to carb ratio is high, I just I think you need to err on the side of caution a little bit more. And really focus on taking, making sure if you aren't on a CGM, you're testing every two hours for sure. Yeah. Do you mean for people or me specifically? No, I'm just talking people in general. I know you're not, you're, you're not insulin resistant. You're like, you know, very sensitive. You're very sensitive. So I'm just talking about the people that are, you know, their insulin to carb ratios one to 50 or above one to 40 or above, you know, like th- those people are unfortunately they're insulin resistant and they have to take a crap load of insulin to cover Min- carbohydrates, minimal coverage. Yeah. You know, so it's Dude, just, it's just one of those things. I think it's, it's just more important to err on the side of caution. I'll, than anything. I'll tell you something post workout. My nightmare number is like 180. Yeah. Cause there's not, I couldn't take even a single unit of insulin is gonna drop you. You know, get on a well, get on a pump or well, whatever. Well, you could take suck, half a unit. Like you can just it's hard. The, whatever. I would say it's not hard. 
Like it's hard to take like a quarter, a three fourths of a unit with with you know what's a needle. Worse to me, and I've told you though, the older I get, is for the next three hours, just feel like crap, man. I'm just trying to like answer emails and make calls, and I want to have energy, and I just want to feel. I feel good. I feel alive. Like 180, 170, because I gotta, you know, I got I got workout in me. I feel clean. I still got some caffeine from the morning. Whatever. It's an. It is so my. You have to, it is. But my you have to ride your basil by, then. By you have to. I know, you I have know, to ride know, your basil. And maybe your basil isn't high enough then. It's just I live a crazy and you know, you know this. I my my wife and I we live we live a crazy yeah, schedule. Of Tonight we're celebrating her birthday with paella eating. You know what paella is? Like, no. It's a Spanish it's especially a Spanish rice dish where you take a, you take rice and a ton of things, uh, seafood, uh, uh, meat, vegetables and you cook it all together and this and it just comes alive and this rice and it's a it's a, like arroz con pollo, rice with things. Yeah. Pa- paella, it's Spanish. Um, so now I'm eating rice tonight and drinking wine with the neighbors. Yeah. That's all charcuterie and crap. Yeah. That's life, man. I have a question for you. Yeah. Um, hit me Two, Well, two things before we end, uh, kind of a question and a kind of question and a comment. The comment is, have you ever seen a night at the Roxbury? I have. Do you remember the line from a night at the Roxbury where he, he's like Chris Kattan. He kind of like was like feeling blue about, hooking up with a girl or something and will ferrell's like dude diabetic do you remember that no so I instead don't. of saying like sweet or awesome he says diabetic you, you don't remember this no, you have to go back and watch I it i haven't seen that movie in a while and that is one of my like favorite things about being diabetic i used to say like you gotta watch that at the roxbury they try to make that they try to make that cool that's funny bro diabetic do you diabetic. have a i was thinking um that was back in the day where we used to rewatch movies over and over and over again because we didn't have streaming like they do today. We used to like you know VCR days. Oh my god, yeah, used VHS to baby. So what was a VHS. what was a what was a like an ongoing always in rotation movie for you, like VHS days on VHS? Yeah, like back oh, in like like, like you can't think of one. No, I thought of five immediately. So I thought of five. Heavyweights was one. You ever seen Heavyweights? No. The most underrated Disney movie of all time. Heavyweights. No, never uh, seen it. A Fifth Element? You ever seen The Fifth seen, Element? Seen Fifth Element. Yep. I think I do have that on VHS. It was Night at the Roxbury, A Fifth Element, uh, Zoolander. Oh my God. These are all like late 90s. Remember Zoolander? Yes. And uh, what was it? Oh, and uh, Don't Be a Menace in oh South Central. God. Don't drink in your menace. juices. Like, remember that movie? Yeah. These, are all, these all must be like mid to late 90s. Have you never seen Heavyweights? No, I've never seen Heavyweights. Two things. The most underrated disney movie of all time and ben stiller some of his like best one of the funniest characters ben stiller has ever played hmm. he buys a camp and it's like a fat camp it's called heavyweights it's, it was a, it was like you huh. would be like i can't believe this is a disney movie it's hilarious it's ben stiller so i'm sure it's hilarious yeah. go back and watch it you can't think of one movie that was like in heavy rotation for you um no i mean there's just no I no. was before i had thought about the night at the roxbury thing a couple days ago so i looked it up it was like 11 percent on Rotten tomatoes <laughs> it's like what kind of crap was i really we do we used to love that movie that's hilarious um okay so my last question travel it, let's non-covid wise travel question you're traveling it's the morning you want to stop for breakfast and you don't mind sitting down what's your go-to what's your go-to breakfast travel spot oh man I don't know, man. That's that's an that's a good question because give one because this is regional, you know. 
we might be that's what i'm trying to world. think of like what um the re- things are regional so man, what's one i don't that, i don't know if there's a breakfast place that I would feel, are you talking about like like a fat like a highway like a highway truck, you know, like a yeah, like a highway, but, like a Cracker but Barrel, saying, Denny's, Waffle but House. But but you're saying like uh, a travel one that yeah. I liked, I would love to go to, or one that okay. I think is a healthy option or an option no, a diabetic should all. go to. You're on the road. You're with the wife and kids. You guys have been dry. It's you know, it's you 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 hit the you hit the you hit the road early, and it's time to stop for breakfast, and you're just on the road. Like, what's like your What's like a pullover? I'd look for those. And of the places that I named, I mean, I could think of a million more. Um, You ever heard of Shoney's? No, I would say IHOP. Oh, okay. That's not what I said, IHOP. Yeah, I'd say probably IHOP. That's that's okay. They have good, I I like IHOP. Because you like pancakes or you just like their menu? Just just in general, I like IHOP. Um, what What we tend to try to do is find some local place. Yeah, like a diner. Like a local diner yeah, or whatever. A greasy, a greasy spoon. Not even a greasy spoon. Have you ever or heard that? Greasy, ever yes. <laughs> not, even a, not even something that's greasy, but just something you know that, whatever, that we really like to try local places. So that's like, like that's where we would try to look for what I we like would try to look for. I like that I put this question out there and you're like, so yeah, like the healthy thing. No, nah, I don't want the healthy. I want the other crap, bro. We used to do, um, I'd say as a family growing up, it was Cracker Barrel locally we are uh bob evans is headquartered here so i have i feel like i gotta be true to bob evans but if i really really without choice it would probably be waffle house it's just it's easy there are so many of them waffle house was used to be my favorite bob evans used to be not my favorite but one that we would always go to when i was growing it's a good gathering place but so is cracker bro your question was if you're going with the the wife or the the kid right now so sure well, I meant um, my, my question I feel was like, more. Well, yeah, road. but I feel like that's, you know, I'm answering that question as how you asked it in terms of now. If it's, if it's you know, when I was growing up, then it was Bob Evans and, yeah. and you know, Waffle House or something like that. Am I missing any? Perkins. You ever been to Perkins? Yep. My wife used to work at Perkins. Really? When she was in high school, yeah. Country Pride. That's another one. That's a truck stop one. Hit me with another one. Come on, before we go. I don't know, man. Dude, I can't believe I've actually named like ten. I can. I I a couple of days ago. Yeah, I, that, that's, like I mean, five. that's kind of impressive. Hold that's on, kind of impressive. I'll get one more. Oh, I got one. Uh, uh, the Pancake House. Oh yeah. They got one of those. They have one of those yeah. in uh, close to you on Polaris now, right? The Pancake House. Yeah. I don't, Is it called? I will pancake? have to say I, I can never. I've never been there. Pancake House. I've heard of it, but I've never been there. You ever heard of Flapjack Gyms? Yep. <laughs> no, you have I swear to God. It doesn't even exist. Flapjack gyms? I just made it up. No, you didn't because they have... <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, on look, the way up to New York... I'll have to look it up. On the way up to New York, Siri. I've seen one before. Siri, show me Flapjack. <laughs> that doesn't exist. Uh, dude, I'm telling you, I've, right. I've seen one we'll off of... On a like actual sign. Okay. We'll look it up. Before. I just, op- I just opened my phone and I did set a timer. That's hilarious. She did hear me. She did hear All you. All right. Geez, Siri. Happy Come on. Turkey Day, bro. Happy Turkey Day. Yeah. Um, we wish everyone else a good Thanksgiving and um, be safe and be smart and have a good time. Just like be yourself and don't worry about your levels. Just do what you do every single day. That's all the biggest thing. That's the biggest thing I would want people to take away from this episode is do what you do every single day. 
and you just that's all you can do that's all we all we can ever do is just think about the things that we do every single day what works for us what doesn't work for us think differently that's it you said it like it's a performance what just be you but it is break that's a leg exactly what as it you is. start to eat it just be you all right. all right cool thanks guys we'll see you guys next time Well, that's all the time we have for today. We hope that you are continuing to take away some good tips from these conversations. Remember, this podcast was created to give you the tools needed to challenge you to think differently. If you have friends or family members that are diabetic, please, please tell them about the show. I know we continuously refer to type 1 diabetes on this show, but I want everyone to understand and recognize that the content we are discussing will help all diabetics, no matter what type. If you have questions or topics that you would like us to discuss on the show, please connect with us at Simplifying Life with Diabetes on Instagram, or you can email us at the two type ones podcast at gmail.com. That's the two type ones podcast at gmail.com. As always, take a look at the show notes for important information about each episode, things like impactful books that we're currently reading and other resources that we found on the web and social media. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you next time.